Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We have Doug Thornton with us uh, from the American Predictor Show. So this is the Doug and Dave Intel Report, and we are really, really glad to be with you. And, um, well... What can I say? We are we're fighting rumors, wars, and rumors of wars, and we're going to look at uh, what Doug has here south of our border, and I'll chime in a little later with uh, some a leaked Pentagon memo. Very interesting developments. Before we go there, though, I'm going to show you this great product. This is one of our most popular. This is what we call collagen. It's age replacement when you. Oh, you're middle aged. You've lost half of your collagen, and ladies and gentlemen, this can put it back. This has a proprietary process that uh, blends five types of collagen into one, crosses the blood-brain barrier, and you, you absolutely will begin to see the effects of less muscle soreness, less, less joint soreness, hair is not falling out like it was, not wrinkling like you were. You look younger, feel younger, and they guarantee the product: sixty-day money-back guarantee, fifty-three percent off. One of our most popular products, go to healthwithdave.com. That's healthwithdave.com. Well, Doug, you know, I'm not really even sure how to begin this. Um, we got a situation south of the border you told me about today that's uh, not surprising, given what we know about Fast and Furious being restarted, uh, Fast and Furious 2.0. But I, I guess the reality is setting in now. Uh, let's share with the audience in case they haven't heard. Uh, Paul Preston, by the way, has this too. Um, what do you got? So, as many people know, I, I worked for DHS for a while. I still have many connections within the federal government from multiple different agencies. And the scuttlebutt is that there is a migrant caravan in Mexico that's heading up to, uh, I believe, Texas, that is now confirmed through DHS that there are armed terrorists in there. If not armed, then we at least know that the terrorists are the Taliban. So that's Afghani fighters. Now, if this came from, like, just some random run-of-the-mill dude on the Internet, yeah, sure. I would say, yeah, the terrorists are in every single cell that comes across the border. And, you know, that would almost be true. But this seems to be something maybe different, maybe a very particular thing. Now, hopefully 
they don't cross paths with the uh, the Freedom Convoy that's down there, and uh, hopefully they don't cross paths with anybody down there. But you know, it's a uh, it's good that at least the federal government, the guys who actually give a damn about their job, are still giving a damn about their job and are monitoring these types of things and are getting prepared for it. Because what we're not prepared for is we're not prepared for an actual small arms uh, type of attack by the cartel or the Taliban or anybody. Because our Border Patrol agents and law enforcement in general are armed with AR-15s or M-16s and force, and then, you know, shotguns and pistols. You know, very rarely do they have high-powered rifles bigger than a 308, bigger than a 6.5 Creed, more sometimes a 50 caliber. Um, but they don't have machine guns typically, and they don't have grenade launchers and rocket launchers and, you know, all this other crap. So, I mean, the cartel is a very potent, very powerful entity on our border. They have the ability to jam cell phones, to jam radios, uh, to step on radio frequencies so they can actually get into encrypted radio frequencies and listen to our conversations. They did that to us when we're on the border. And so it's a, it's a cat and mouse game on the border. Not to mention you have, you know, the, uh, the real possibility of assassinations. You can't trust very many people. It makes you paranoid. And I mean, with the amount of law enforcement that has been bought off by the cartel, I mean, it, it really does make you paranoid when you work that border. And, you know, our poor guys and gals who work by themselves, a border patrol at times, you know, pray for these people and their protection. It's a thankless job. It's a dang thankless job. So I always wonder, you know, what's the intent of terrorism coming to the border? Is it to get into the United States to meet up with other cells? Is it to cause some sort of an international incident on the border? Is it for acts of jihad just for the sake of jihad? Um, we know that Joe Biden is friendly with these people, obviously because he leaves the, the border wide open. And we know that he's willing to put law enforcement and American citizens' lives in danger by his policies. And it needs to be called out. It needs to be called out way more than what the Republicans are doing currently. They need to do way more than what they are doing. And uh, state representatives need to be doing more than what we're doing. Uh, I like the fact that Texas and many other states are, are putting their money where their mouth is, finally, and are putting troops on the border. What we should do to resolve this is put armed troops on the border to plus up Border Patrol, keep Border Patrol there in place. Let the state I got, I got a question guys, before you go any further. What about okay. policy? What about policy commentators? And what allowing militias or the fact that the military, the, the military to be on well, the border? The, you know, the, there are there are points in times when that is acceptable. And we're not talking about the military coming and seizing arms from people and taking over people's houses forcefully. They'd be garrisoned like they're always garrisoned, or they'd be sleeping in a hotel like they always do. And they would just rotate like what I did when I was deployed to the border all the time. You know, you, you'd have your assigned place, here's your assigned sector, and uh, show up when it's your time to go and work for 12 hours. And we need to do that, and we need 
to put as much legislation and money into that as possible. That border is a wide open wound. And if we don't seize it up, America's going to bleed out. You know, right now we're, we're death by a thousand cuts and trying to live with a thousand cuts at the same time. So, you know, I'm not afraid of posse comitatus. That's what a tyrant does. We're, we're not tyrannical. And I don't think, well, when I say we, I mean, we, the people, I mean, we, the citizens, Joe Biden's a tyrant. Most of our politicians are tyrants. Most of your governors are tyrants. Okay. Um, but we, the people got to eventually do something or we've lost the border even more than what it is. Yeah. I, I don't disagree, but I'm telling you, if we violate posse comitatus, the other side will use the courts they control to try to strike it down. However, the silver lining is. Today, the Border Patrol announced they're not cutting the razor wire. They're supporting the Texas National Guard. And uh, they're saying F you to Joe Biden, big middle finger to the Supreme Court. And, uh, I mean, this is the standoff is growing you know, on the border. That's that, that 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 happened today. And I see that as a positive. Well, the Insur- Insurrection Act of 1807 allows the federal government, allows the president, the commander in chief to federalize troops. And to put them in places that he needs to for, you know, whatever reason. Um, if it was Trump doing that, would we still disagree with it? Or is it because it's Biden? And almost that's two different dynamics, but it's the same conversation. No, if Trump was doing what Biden's doing, I'd be calling for impeachment because they're breaking, they're, he'd be breaking the law. Well, I'm not saying that the, the, the criminal acts that Biden's doing. I'm saying if he federalized troops, put them on the border, because we've already been doing that. That's been going on for at least five, six years. So, uh, I, I, I say we just plus up the troops, get our guys out of Syria, get our guys out of Iraq, get our guys out of all these places where we know they're potentially going to be harmed, maimed or killed like recently. And put them on the border. Let them patrol the southern and northern border. You know that's what other armies do in, in other parts of the world, right? That's part of their job is they patrol the borders. The The military is inside the country working anti-terrorism operations. Um, and and in some sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Um, but if we're going to do something with our military, get them out of these other countries. We don't, we don't need the fact that just because we got a bunch of guys in Iraq and Syria and Jordan, um, you know, just because they're there, they can be hit by Iran or their, their terrorism organizations anytime they want. And now we're hearing that they, they want to stage them so they can make a jump over there to Gaza and emplace our troops in Gaza. We cannot continue these forever wars, Dave. There's a forever war on the border. Let's worry about that. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that I'm just pointing out how the other side will respond. And I don't even know if it's a deterrent not to do it. By the way, you mentioned Syria. I got something to add into that. To, uh, was it today? No, it was Friday. Victoria Newland, you know, who's member Miss Ukraine and try to yep. let's impeach Trump and yep. she fabricated evidence against him and so forth. And she tried to start a war, uh, in 2014 over the Ukraine situation. I mean, she, she's a real piece of work. But anyway, Victoria Newland came out, uh, Friday and, and said, we are never leaving Syria. Yep. I saw that. I saw that. 
The military industrial complex won't let it happen. We That's need right. the we need the wars for the revenue that we generate. And you know, these wars and propping up these little terrorism organizations, that's how you continuously ratify the Patriot Act. I mean, as long as there's a little boogeyman scooting around, you know, willing to hurt people every now and then, you can continue to spy on Americans for all you want. Use our tax dollars for all you want. You know, you really think $150 billion went to Ukraine to fight the Russians? No. You really think our money goes to these other countries um, to help out their economies and the, the little innocent children? No. It's so that we can go over there and do whatever the hell we want while we're there. That's what that money really is. So okay. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm I agree. not surprised. I agree. I agree. I'm not surprised. Victoria Newland is an evil, evil woman. She's no different than Nikki Haley. Hmm. You know, this is what's interesting about Nikki Haley. She claims to be a Republican, but she is truly a Democrat, right? I mean, you and I both know that. We we know people that know this. She's truly a Democrat. And you want to know something that's really funny that she said recently? She said that she fully supports striking Iran. With the full weight of the military, strike Iran. How's that going to help us? Yeah, who wants to take their 18 to, to 30-something-year-old men and women and throw them into the meat grinder again? No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to say this very clearly. Stand down to any draft. And I'm saying that to all of America. Stand down. Do not report for the draft. I, I don't... Man... What I'm afraid of is Operation Nitro Zeus coming back. Tell the audience again what that is and just sum it up. So I know we've spoken about it many times, um, but Nitro Zeus, Nitro Zeus, the way it was explained to me by some uh, special operations guys, was that it's a planned, coordinated attack on Iran where we're going to have a bunch of strings of attacks. I don't want to get too into it, um, but it's a bunch of strings of attacks to draw the eyes away while our special forces guys get into the centrifuges and destroy them. Now, the that shouldn't be too shocking to anybody. The shocking part about this is when would it happen, because this plan was in effect, I mean, when I did the research in it, they'd been talking about this since the 90s, Dave. And they've been practicing it since the 90s. So it's not like this is an unknown thing to certain units. It's just not everybody knows about it. But what's shocking is that Congress agreed that a 80% Losing 80% of our special operations guys is an acceptable number for this mission. 80%. Who's going to replace them? Who's going to replace them? Oh, and by the way, that means our guys are in Iraq and we're invading. Or our guys that are in Jordan are invading. 
or wherever we're at. So we're potentially going to be in some sort of we at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. The quasi-war, are we doing it in support of Israel? Are we doing it because Iran um, and their rebels have attacked us? Uh, I don't know. I know that whatever we do, it will cause a retaliatory strike that we, the people... Not the freaking government. We, the people, are not ready for. We're not ready for that kind of retaliatory strike. Iran is not Iraq. Iran's not Yemen. Iran's not freaking Ethiopia and Afghanistan and you know uh, Somalia and all these little crap countries that can't do anything to us except shake their fists in the air and send a suicide bomber occasionally. Iran can actually hurt us, should they choose. 
And they have people who back their play, like China and Russia, who could certainly hurt us should they choose. So that's Operation Nitro Zeus in a nutshell. Um, for many reasons, I don't want to go too far into what I know about it, but you know, it's a, it is a real thing though. And you have all these, uh, Republicans and Democrats are saying strike Iran right now, strike. What was it? Lindsey Graham saying hit them, hit Iran, hit them hard. This is the same guy who said kill Putin. Somebody please assassinate him. Somebody take one for the team and, and be a sniper and go and shoot him and, you know, I mean, this, these guys, Warhawks. He's nuts. Isn't it interesting? Lindsey Graham and Nikki Haley are both from South Carolina. Oh, of course. Two peas in a pod. Um, Nikki Haley has Democratic donors backing her. Mm-hmm. Not just well, the defense got, industry, but Democrats. Well, she, she got into politics because, you know, Hillary Clinton. She got into politics because she was inspired by Hillary Rodham Clinton. That should be all you need to know. I would agree. That's amazing. Well, okay. Do we have any details on the caravan? Um, None that I know of. I, I just know the gist. The gist is this is intel that's about a day and a half to two days old. So wherever that caravan was at, it's even closer to the border now, or it is at the border. Let's talk strategy for a second. I'm going to give you a scenario. You can break it down. You can give an alternative. I I see this force being armed by Fast and Furious 2. They'll engage what's at the border. It'll tie up some military resources. And then the fifth column terrorists that are already here, plus the Chicom soldiers that are here, the Venezuelan soldiers that are here, will engage in fifth column activities, much like dropping paratroopers behind the lines on D-Day with 101st Airborne. And following that will be the real invasion. Go ahead. I'll just throw it back to you. (laughs) Well, my cynical nature is the first thing that's going to happen. Um, that you're going to need a lot more than a bunch of goat hup and Taliban guys. And I'm not afraid to say that about them. Um, yeah, but, the, but the what Taliban, I'm saying, Doug, I'm only saying they're going to engage at the border to tie up resources. I'm not saying they have to be good. I'm not saying they have to be qualified or skilled. No, the, it, the border. So if you're talking about invasion, you need a landmass because you're not going to do an amphibious land invade or an amphibious invasion on america that's suicide no they're going to come out of british columbia because that's where the chinese soldiers have a big force well like we've talked about before a pinzer like attack china from the north or russia from the north and then the other forces from the south south america will rally around china and russia when we go when they excuse me when they go to invade us they'll rally around them they'll rally around whoever is the strongest Right, that's what these little pockets of dictators do, mm-hmm. and we in America are at the behest of our clueless leaders and what they're probably not going to do for us. Um, I put up the scenario that 
if you were smart about this, you would sneak in your Taliban fighters, your Chinese, Russian uh, special forces guys. You would you would keep them there at the border for a period of months, maybe even a year or so. Um, you know, gather up as much intel and information and weapons and and known locations to move back and forth as possible to include transportation. And when you're ready, you hit the lights on on America. You cut our power. You activate your troops because they'll have power because it's Mexico. You activate your troops and you seize the border. And once you seize the border, you can just stroll right in and you take over those little border towns and you continuously take a bite out of the pie until you've eat, you've eaten the whole thing because you're not going to march all the way from, you know, Eagle Pass um, to, to Dallas, Fort Worth, where I'm at and come out in one piece, not in Texas. You're not maybe in New Mexico and Arizona, California, maybe you guys can. No, 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 you won't. In Texas, you'll be torn apart by the locals. Yeah. I think in Arizona, that's, that's somewhat true too. Uh, California, different story, New Mexico, different story, but I, I, my gut feeling tells me this caravan coming North is strictly an engagement group to tie up resources. And maybe they tie up military resources at the border. Nothing happens beyond that, but they tie up enough resources that uh, Iran can make moves in the Middle East. China can move on Taiwan. Well, I, I mean, this is we're in, we're always in this really strange quagmire of a holding pattern where every twelve hours is new emergency. Uh, you know, every day there's a new conspiracy, more intel. And it's really system uh, information overload in the system right now. So I think whatever happens in the Middle East is going to be a domino effect to what happens here in America at the border. Because what do you need before this war starts? You need two alliances going at each other. You need NATO versus the BRICS. So while Russia is taking care of everybody that's in Europe, something has to happen in South America in order to be enough of a magnitude to affect here in America and North America. And we can't trust Canada. I didn't say Canadians. I said we can't trust Canada. Just like how we can't trust our own government. And I mean... You know, Dave, the shock and awe of Pearl Harbor, though we knew it coming, right? The shock and awe that happens in war, especially when uh, signals intelligence is down, um, and all you have is human intelligence, things move really slow if you don't have the internet or radio communication. So, you know, I mean, if you were going to hit America, you'd take out the power, you take out the ability for communication networking, and then you would immediately start moving in. And yeah, I mean, it's a yeah. blitzkrieg, just like what we did to Iraq. When we took in, when we went into Iraq, into Baghdad, we cut the power, cut the communications, and we blitzkrieged all the way to Baghdad. Yeah, I hear you. There's another element to this, too. To repulse a light infantry invasion, and that's where I think this could be given 
the weapons described. Mexico's describing the weapons that are moving through their country. And given that, there'll be a well-armed light infantry unit. Um, But let me go back in time. During the Bundy standoff, Clive and Bundy, the original Bundy standoff, I discovered that on BLM land, not only was Hillary Clinton extracting uranium under the Uranium Run Project and selling raw uranium, weapons-grade uranium, to Putin, um, that was shocking. But I'll tell you what else I found that was really concerning. Off in Nellis Air Force Base, uh, on Bundy land, uh, off the Luke Gunnery Range, uh, off of Interstate 10 near Luke Air Force Base, F-16, F-35 training base. And Davis Monthan on I-10 on the way to South of Tucson on the way to Mexico. Um, the Chinese have these solar energy farms. I don't know about who commissioned Luke in Davis Monthan area, but I do know about the um, one on the Bundy land. It was commissioned by uh, Peter Reed, who's the son of former senator and globalist Harry Reed, and he was paid $5 million by the Chinese to do it. That's right. Now, at the same time that I made this discovery, an Iraqi general was brought down near the border in an F-16 flying out of Luke, and they couldn't find him. There was no Mayday call, no bailout, no nothing, and then they found the charred remains in the airplane once they got the fire extinguished. And they concluded from the sources I had that he was brought down by a portable EMP. Let me project this globally now. If you were to repulse an invasion coming into the United States and the Southwest, you would need Arizona's three bases. And I would assume the same thing is happening in California and New Mexico, but I don't know. But let's just assume it is. Chinese with portable EMP weapons bringing down planes on takeoff. I mean, Doug, I think this is all tying together. I see the dots connecting here. Well, I mean, think about infrastructure and taking over a country. What is it that you actually need from California? A nuclear reactor, deep water ports, fields to harvest your your, your, uh, crops. What do you need in Arizona? The water flow from the Colorado River. Right. And you need the three rivers um, uh, nuclear power plant, the biggest nuclear power plant in America. What do you need from New Mexico? I have no idea. But in Texas, you have everything that you can think of, of oil, natural gas, and the uh, the ability to make all of those byproducts. Well, I'll, I'll give you this much in New Mexico. Natural gas and oil derricks are everywhere, everywhere, to include Arizona, to also include um, California. So you need this Southwest Corridor if you're going to fuel an economy, which is what everybody is hurting for, money, the economy. It's the economy. So. I mean, there's there's a million to one reasons for why people would want to invade America. I mean, besides the fact that we have mineral deposits, we absolutely refuse to get into oil and natural gas re- yeah. deposits. We absolutely refuse to get into. 
um, timber that we absolutely refuse to knock down ourselves and, and to sell to our own citizens. That's why we're buying timber from Russia. Um, so it's, uh, it's bewildering, Dave. It's bewildering that our politicians have sold out their own countrymen for the almighty dollar that is worth like 60 cents now. Um, and you know, you got to ask yourself, what eventually causes the civil conflict, Dave? What starts the civil war? Is it is it the border, or is it the economy, or is it world war, or is it all at once, all at the same time, and overwhelm everybody to the point that nobody knows what to do, nobody knows what they can do, and boom, disease X, now nobody wants to go anywhere outside to help either. And it's not like we haven't been warned about this stuff for the last couple of years that it was all going to happen. Oh, and by the way, you still got to, you know, potentially vote for a president if your vote means anything. Go ahead. I, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I think there's uh, the politicians, you mentioned them getting the money. They, they are a goal long to get a long crowd. The others, I see this in Arizona. There are three groups of politicians in Arizona. One is those are on the take from the Sinaloa cartel that's money laundering on behalf of the Chinese. That's huge influence in Arizona. And then the second group are the wannabes that like to get their turn, but they realize their ability to get elected means playing the game even if they don't get any money. And I could even name names in Arizona that I know that are fit in that category. And the third are the people that know everything. And I've had lunch with some of these people, Doug, and they're too chicken shit to do anything about it. Uh, they all keep their mouth closed. Oh, I see. So you let me take the risk. You, you let Mona Patton, who got a, a, attempt, a victim of attempted assassination for exposing this crap. Okay. And these legislators know her and they let her take the hit. And then they let Liz Harris get booted out of the legislature for daring to talk about election fraud. They do nothing. They go along to get along. And so project that out to the national level. Okay, but there's a fourth element in Washington that I don't think we see locally very much. There are some people who are absolutely committed to establishing a new world order with communist underpinnings. They're dedicated to it. I'll give you an example. Guy running, he's in Congress now for Arizona. He's running for the Senate, presumably against Kerry Lake. And his name is Ruben Gallegos. This guy is farther to the left than Fidel Castro was. This guy's a nutcase. But but he's a dedicated communist. And, I mean, he lives these communist ideals. Another congressman in Arizona from Tucson, Raul Gravalda. I mean, th- this guy, I mean, he's a La Raza, Reconquista de Ocelon guy, give, give back eight states to Mexico, I mean, this is, and, and they're in the, they're in Congress. They've taken the oath to uphold the Constitution. But those are the groups that we see. But I want to really impress upon our audience here. Um, the guy that's done the best work on this, I think Paul Preston and I've done pretty decent work, but the guy that's done the best is Trevor Loudon, who's written several books. The first in the series was Enemies Within. And he found over 70 U.S. Democrat Congress people including Kamala Harris, who were associated with front groups associated with the American Communist Party. Doug, there's a dedication with some of these people 
to communism. There, it, there truly is. And uh, the old ideas, ideals from the 50s, better read than dead, are better dead than read. Um, that really applies today. And McCarthyism, McCarthy was a drunk who got out of control, but he was right to some degree. And I got to tell you, we need a Joe McCarthy today because this is who we're being ruled by. Well, I'm, I'm so glad you brought up the uh, better dead than red. I am highly pro-anti-communist to the point that I rep it. Remember, only you can defeat communism. Um, I love the shirt. <laughs> hey, support support the uh, the Marine Corps veteran from uh, Zero Foxtrot and buy some of his clothing. Um, you know, it is it is maddening when we talk about these politicians who willfully violate the Constitution. The Constitution um, obviously puts out what is law, and you shall not infringe upon these rights or go against the Constitution or go against the will of we the people. And yet uh, they continuously do it. These these uh, congressmen continually break their oath. And who's going to put them back in line? Just like the Supreme Court and, and other courts, you know, if we want to start deporting people for being here illegally, you can better bet that the courts and then the Supreme Court are going to fight Donald Trump and the Republicans on that. These these weak spined Republicans who actually care and um you know, and it's going to be a court battle, just like the border right now is a court battle. Since when did the judges allow the violation of the oath of police officers and of politicians and the oath of their office? Since when did they say we get the right to rule on whether or not you get to do your damn job? Or we get the right to rule on whether or not the Constitution has to be enforced and people's rights aren't infringed upon. Hello, murder, rape, extortion, kidnapping, uh, torture, and human trafficking, child sex trafficking, that's a right. And that is a violation of your right that they are willfully given the green light to. As Supreme Court, when they said not keep the border open, then you should be right there along with them on the Nuremberg trials. And you should be tried right along with all the freaking Democrats and Republicans who agree to keep the border open for whatever reason. For every death that comes across that border because of the uh, the border being wide open, they should be put on trial for it. I agree. Uh, Biden and, and they should be made to pay us back all of our damn taxes. I agree. Biden and Mayorkas are complicit in every death, every sex offense on the border. What do you think about this? We always talk about what can we do, what should we do, what can you do? I'm at the rate, and I see this going around currently on the Internet, where people are saying they have, they're completely fed up with what's going on in our political situation. They're not paying their taxes anymore. Yeah, it's hard, to, it's hard to do because of the pre-collection of taxes. Yep. You know, when employers take it out of their, their paycheck. And I think that came into play in 1943, if I remember right. Yeah, um, you know, and, and even the filing of taxes and all that, I understand the will to want to rebel, to, to get the attention of these people. They don't care. They don't care if you don't pay your taxes or not. They'll send their lackeys after you. 
and it's one great big sideshow to them. It's entertainment for them. So what other valuable options are there? Our options are dwindling, Dave. Do you remember when the bank bankers were being killed? Remember that? There was a banker purge that went on. And the late Paul Martin and I covered that pretty extensively. We never figured out who was behind it. We speculated it was loyal ex-special ops because of the way it was being carried out. And Paul used to host a lot of special ops in Colorado at his gun range where he lived. Uh, Colorado has most of the retired spec ops in the country. But he never got anything out of these guys. He said, I don't think they know anything. But I thought at some point in time, loyal combatants, ex-combatants, like someone like yourself, would band together with people, you know, uh, worker by day, domestic terrorists to take out the bad guys by night. I actually thought that would come. I'm not advocating for that, Doug. But I thought we had evolved into that because history has shown internationally in a lot of nations that that has been the pattern. So you say, what are our options? Well, first of all, history teaches us through Gandhi and to some degree through Martin Luther King uh, that you don't have to directly confront the bad guys with violence. You can do noncompliance. Every totalitarian state requires compliance. Now, they like to make examples of the few to scare the many into bending the knee to them. But I think at the end of the day, I think if this country just said, screw you, we're on the parallel economy, we're going to trade and barter, we're going to make up our own currency, whether it be Bitcoin or something else, and we're not going to play your game to hell with you. I I think that you might have a chance to see a collapse. Don't shop in the box stores. Don't shop at the Fortune 500 companies. Do not patronize them. Let these, basically the control oligarchs is what they're being called now, let them fail. Let them fail. Let them crash the system. The danger in that, though, is a weakened America could be an invaded America. Well, here's the issue, and and Ben Franklin talked about this. We have to stand united or we'll all fall separately. That's true. The problem with why you won't see law enforcement and military turning against the government is unless it's happening in a whole, who's going to protect them if things go sideways? You know, is, is Donald Trump going to come in and bail you out? Is Ron DeSantis going to go and, you know, be your own personal lawyer in front of the, the Supreme Court or the Department of Justice? Is, is, you know, is Greg Abbott going to come and, Say, oh, what a good person this guy was. You know, he was just doing it for, you know, we the people to defend the Constitution because you guys all, you know, forgot your oaths. I even wrote about that. Remember, you know, Texas governor, he said that Biden is criminally ne- uh, negligent in what he's doing right now. Yeah. Well, it's beyond these negligence. people. They're he's not taking they're money not for be there for you, but he's taking money for what he's doing. He's more than negligent. I want to make this point. He's a participant in a treasonous overthrow of the American government. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's a pivotal point in history. When people saw what Hitler was doing and the admiration that he was gathering, and they finally saw when he started to round up people and put them in, in these internment camps, which soon became death camps. People knew 
This wasn't like a secret program. All of Austria, Germany knew it. Everybody in the Czech Republic knew it. Everybody in Poland knew it because word travels by mouth and it travels fast. The Brits knew it. They said nothing. And America knew it. And they said nothing. And nobody did anything about it. And then the atrocities of World War II are finally found out in the 40s. We're at a pivotal moment where if our allies don't come to our aid, because our allies, at this rate, when you say allies, we're expecting other politicians who partake in the Bohemian Grove, who partake in WEF, the New World Order, Illuminati, satanic crap. We expect them to come to our aid. This is not the 30s and 40s. You know, this is not that time anymore. This is, if anything, Dave, it's almost the perfect time to start to clamp down control on people. Because with Epstein, you got enough blackmail on people that they'll do whatever the heck that you tell them to. They'll go to war with you. Uh, you go to war with us. We'll share those pictures of, you know, you and those kids. And so I, I, I don't, I frustrate myself. I say, what are we supposed to do? What can we do? Everybody wants to fight uh, an evil entity. They want to righteously rebel in a form of civil war that is uh, a romantic vision of us fighting bad guys and, and winning the, the hope of freedom again. And there's nothing wrong with that mindset. But understand the reality of what you get into. War is very bloody. War is very costly. Many times war does not end when you want it to end. And there's repercussions after the war is done, before the war is done, and during the war. So, you know, I I don't know, man. Sometimes I think I talk myself in circles. I'm constantly playing pros and cons. Is, is this really a 1776 time frame like Alex Jones says every freaking day? Um, you know, by the way, Alex, no. lead the way whenever the muskets start to get fired. Yeah, not, I, I, I don't think they could. I think that, that's stretch. the thing though. Let's, it's a me, stretch me, what Alex is saying. Let me finish this thought. It's, it's, the thing is that you have talking heads that talk people into doing things. And most people are not going to go and do the things they're being talked into. So the 1% will get out. And that 1% is typically the Looney Tune that nobody affiliates with, but he's affiliated with MAGA, Republican, whatever, whatever, whatever. And he's the one that makes it look bad for everybody else. And the FBI knows it, and they're counting on it. The Department of Justice knows it. The Biden administration completely knows it. They're counting on those loose cannons, what we call lone wolves, to get out and act politically because that's what the Democrats do. And their followers, they do stuff like that. And they don't bat an eye at it whenever atrocity happens on their end. But when it's one of our people, even if we don't claim them, well, then they use that against us, right? So you have a legal system that's built around going against, circumventing the Constitution and entrapping the will of we the people. That's what I want to know is how to break free of that. You, you can't, in some ways, maybe Joe Biden's right. Maybe we're going to need a little bit more than an AR-15 to take down an F-15. We'll figure that one out. Don't worry about that, Joe. 
You can laugh and snicker all you want. Well, I, I, it's I'll the tell you will of the people is. that we need to free. It, it, well, the thing is, they'll back so many people into the corner, we will see rebellion. But the rebellion may not take the form that everyone's talking about now, where it's overt civil war. It might take the form of a multi-generational American Viet Cong approach. Farmers by day and murderers of government by night. Yep. And that's anarchy. It's absolutely anarchy. If no one has ever done the research into what really happened in Vietnam, um, that was not a romantic warfare. It was horrific. I mean, it was horrific. The stuff that we dropped on those people, um, the amount of, of meddling that the CIA did, the CIA caused the entire war for Vietnam. Um, you mean with the Golden was, Triangle going back to the 50s? Well, yeah, and originally we were there because we were testing new weapons. That's why we were there. And then they started having conflicts, and we're like, well, hey, we're going to choose to fund weapons with this side of the conflict, and now they can use our weapons, and we can see how it's working on their own people, and, you know, our hands are clean. Well, it developed more than that because then the military-industrial complex went, hold on, we can make a lot of money. And it developed from there. Remember, Kennedy didn't want that war. No. For, for various reasons, but Kennedy didn't want that war. Um, but these are the same politicians that started that same kind of war. We just don't have a Kennedy to say no. We have like the perfect White House stooge yes man to walk us into World War III. That's the most dangerous thing that's happening around the world and that's happening in America, honestly, is Joe Biden. The most inept, corrupt president we can ever recall in history. Yeah, At the a, worst time. I read a story that said that Joe Biden had a meeting with his cabinet and they had their name plates faced towards Joe Biden so he could remember their name. Yeah, probably. And this man has his finger on the, bu- on the button. Yeah, yeah. After his six snaps and four ice creams and a couple kids to sniff, yeah, yeah. Let's let's let him go and and start World War Three. Great, good job. That's Can't funny. wait for Kamala to start. Oh, I can wait. I, I got to tell you, Doug. I, I think you know the potential for what we started out with is huge. Yeah. Um, for warfare on the border. But it's a distraction for something bigger. I know that for a fact. I just speculated as to what it was earlier. But I don't say that I'm right. I just know it's a distraction. Um, but it may just take the form where nothing happens. It may be purposely done to distract us to look there because of what we're getting ready to do in Gaza with the leaked Pentagon memo today. It's now being reported on. And they say, oh, we're not going to put troops on the ground in the Middle East. No, yes, they are. Um, a memo went out from the Pentagon to many military personnel, be prepared to be deployed. And I have, I did a piece on that on Rumble. Uh, I think the border might be a distraction from what they're doing there. Well, how do you believe a mockingbird media? See, this is why I don't, I, and any, I don't even, you know, I, I watch that Joe, the whatever butt face he is on the mornings on MSNBC. I watched about five minutes of it. It's all I could take. 
The guy is just a crap. I don't, I don't know why you do that to yourself. Well, because I got to watch the other side to know what's going on. And believe me, if I had a choice, I wouldn't watch him. But everyone's talking about this guy. So I said, okay, I got to check this guy out. What a boring, unenlightened idiot this guy is. Yep. yep. I mean, he's a buffoon. If I was in a social circle with him, he'd be someone we'd be making fun of, Doug. Yeah, I mean, these are guys who talk people into riots. So we've we've talked about how dangerous the border is. There's a video that um, an old partner of mine sent me, and it is highly upsetting. And it's a a video of a NYPD police officer who is being attacked by several migrants. I saw this, you know. Some of these have have been uh, arrested multiple times for stealing, uh, for uh, violence towards people. And yet this is New York. This is what you wanted. This is what you wanted. Now they're attacking our police officers. And when you are laying on the ground and you're being stomped, that's called deadly force. And a police officer has every right, just as any other American citizen, to pull out their pistol and freaking shoot you until you stop trying to kill them. And the courts will back you up for that. Or at least that's what constitutional law meant at one point. But where's the outrage? Where's the outrage? There's no outrage at all. And now there are more videos of racial attacks happening on white people in America then there are anything else. Remember at one point in time, it was uh, Asian people, Chinese people specifically. I have no idea why still to this day. I've heard of some rumors, but still none of it makes sense. Um, and and um, they're being attacked. And then it was people of other ethnic groups being attacked in America and obviously white people being attacked in America. Yeah. And you have this weird acceleration of hate and tribalism from this uh this one group of people and i don't i don't really understand the reason why um and i i think that when you have the black lives matter which is almost completely white liberal amphibian retardedness when you have those people who will cause a whole series of disasters for black people and try to get away with it. Um, and they do get away with it. And then you have this other thing that's almost never talked about. And we're, we're fair and equal and balanced here. Um, you know, the, the amount of attacks that are happening on other ethnic groups from these, from black groups, I don't, I don't get it, but I know that the iniquity in America is growing so fast. Yeah. It's being pushed by the mainstream media. Is being pushed by social media. Well, it's dividing. It's conquer. all to divide us. Yeah, it's yeah. all to divide us. Doug, I want to make this point before we got to go. It was about seven or eight years ago, uh, at the height of the Cal Exit movement for the communists to get California out of the Union, become a protector to the UN. There were documents that surfaced that Paul and I came across, and we did a couple shows on this. And the documents talked about illegals being brought in and armed. And they were, their mission would be to kill white people at gatherings, like concerts. We think the Las Vegas massacre was a dry run on this. 
Yeah. We, we think it was a, a, a beta test. And uh, Paul and I think, as we started talking last night about this, like we did a, a segment last night, and we talked about the caravan coming, um, we both think it's possible that forces like this are going to be armed, and they will soon target white people in America in large Look, numbers. I, I, I want to clarify something real quick, because we live in a highly sensitive culture right now that you can't just say plain facts without being called a white supremacist or whatever. Um, I am nobody's friend. I'm not here for your feelings, and I, I'm not here to pat you on the head and say that you're a good boy or good girl. Um, facts are what they are. That's and right. If you don't like it, whatever, swallow rocks. But you have you have levels of extremism in all cultures. In the white culture, you get you got the clan, you got all this other crap. Um, but the I want to make this tie. The amount of explosive violence that's happening within these large democratic cities come from mainly the black population. There's many reasons why most of it is because there's not a father at home and a mother father unit that is bound together by Jesus. All right. There's your first problem. Secondly, it's a psyop that's been started by the CIA long time ago to promote this whole gang thug lifestyle. And uh, it's appealing to some people. I have no idea why, but, this this transcends color. This transcends race. I know plenty of I know plenty of dark skinned uh, Marines out there, dark green Marines that were best friends. We we've never had a problem. We don't see color because we we fought together. We went through crap together. Yes. That's what changes people and unites people. What doesn't help is when people ostracize themselves. They say, I'll never involve myself with these groups of people because they they don't look the same as me. And then my my comedic culture, my uh, my music culture, and the politicians promote division. That happens on the Republican side and the Democratic side. I've heard it on both. Well, there's I've no difference. Doug, I'm telling you right now, the Republican Party is dead in America. Absolutely dead. There's a few surviving Republicans like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Chip Roy, Jim Jordan, but there ain't very many of them, and I got to tell you, they're all playing for the same team, and they're being paid the same exact money. Well, Doug, we're out of time, so we got about twenty seconds to give out how people can find us. So you can watch uh, the Common Sense Show uh, TV, and also visit the website thecommonsenseshow.com. You can visit the American Vindictive Show. Um, dot com, or uh, you can watch me on YouTube, on Rumble, on gsradio.net. Also, me and Dave are on gsradio.net and Rumble. As long as YouTube is up, I'll be on YouTube. Until then, if I'm not there one day, I'll be on Rumble and GS Radio. I, gradu- I graduated from YouTube. Doug, we're flat out of time, my friend. we got to scoot. Thanks for joining me. Uh, awesome show tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, train, prep, and pray. That's our advice. See you later. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. 
But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.